It's time for another Pinball Profile. I'm your host, Jeff Teolis. You can find everything on pinballprofile.com, past episodes, all your subscriptions. Go to pinballprofile.com. Check us out on our Facebook group. We're also on Instagram and Twitter at pinballprofile. Emails pinballprofile at gmail.com. I know 2020 has been kind of up and down and certainly more downs, but one of the biggest ups in 2020, and I hope everybody gets a chance to get their hands on it, is what we've seen from Multimorphic. The game is heist, and you're seeing some videos of it. You're seeing some unboxings like Kevin Manny did with Buffalo Pinball. I know Gamago Ian Harrower has been doing some great streams of his. Well, let's go to the source right now. Just outside of Austin, Texas, joining us right now, Jerry Stellenberg, and also the game designer, Stephen Silver. Hi, guys. How are you? Hey, Jeff. Nice to talk to you. Hey, Jeff. It's good to talk to you again. And Jerry, you and I met three years ago. I went down to Austin. I went to the Bat City Open at Buffalo Billiards. And there was the first time I saw Lexi Lightspeed. You were a proud papa at that moment, seeing this this gem right there in your own backyard. I instantly fell in love with that game. And in fact, that tournament, which was a now a Stern Pro Circuit event, that was in the tournament, the first time that game had been used. Yes, that's right. We have that machine there for Jesse to try it on location, and he pulls it in the machine just about every year. Can I tell you that I was the bus driver in my round of the tournament, and you had to pick, I think there were 12 or 15 games. The first game I picked, having never played it until that weekend, was Lexi Lightspeed. I loved it that much. With my tournament life on the line, Jerry. That's that's awesome. That's awesome. And, and luckily, as I mentioned, Ian Harrower, he's got one, so... We get to play that in our Tri-City Pinball League. It's so much fun, and it's just evolved since then. That was 2017, and now, Stephen, with what you've done with Heist, congratulations. This looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, it was a lot of fun putting it together. Uh, We've got a great team of developers and uh, programmers and artists and I think that, uh, you know, the game came together really nice. You're a video producer by trade, but... What was your fascination of pinball, and especially with this format in the P3? I've been collecting for about 10 years now, but um, I, I first met Jerry at TPF uh, many, many years ago. I saw him bring his uh, P-Rock boards and the very first P3 prototype to that show, and I was just blown away. And I saw him in a cinem- seminar. He built a pinball machine and a table in about 30 minutes and got it up and running with just various parts and using his boards. And so I reached out to him and uh, started talking about helping him out with the platform. And I've been doing the video promotions and stuff for the platform ever since. And uh, and then it came around time to do the next game after Lexi and uh, Jerry asked if anybody wanted to step up and kind of be the creative director. And I told him I'd love to do it. Jerry, go back to that TPF session. I wonder how many other people you've inspired because that P-Rock system uh, was certainly the inspiration. I know it was used for Archer for Keith Elwin, and that obviously turned into Iron Maiden, but the P-3-Rock was uh, something that is still being used to this day. You look at Spooky, you look at American Pinball, you look at Dutch Pinball, and how many other homebrews, uh, the Legends of Valhalla as well. What was so special about that seminar? Just I imagine just an eye-opener. Yeah, I don't know if it was so special about the seminar. That was certainly the first time we got it into the public's eye. But yeah, it, I mean, Keith Elwin, Scott Denisi, uh, Scott Golix, as you said, with Valhalla. And um, I mean, we've li- literally sold thousands of those boards over the years, some to uh, homebrew designers, some to guys who want to retheme existing games, and obviously some to manufacturers. But it's really the only board that lets you take your ideas and develop your own game. Because 
as pinball fans, all of us have our own ideas of what a playfield should look like or what theme we want to get into a game, and this is the way you can do it. I know our good friends in Australia, Haggis Pinball as well, is using it with their Celts and, and whatever their next game is. So yeah, this P3 rock system that you developed is obviously a breadwinner, if you will, for Multimorphic and the company. But doing your own game and what Steven's done with Heist, fun, fun game. The first thing you notice by far is the crane, but there's so much more to that game. Yeah, yeah. One thing we wanted to do was, uh, you know, we wanted to build an approachable game that was easy for anybody to walk up to and and understand what they need to do and and you know relate to the characters and everything and that's one great thing about the p3 system with that interactive ball tracking screen play field is we've got the ability to put graphics and instructions and dynamic moving uh, indicators right where your eyes are looking where you're playing and so when we started building this uh, story-based game because the, the screen allows us to kind of tell the story of you know recruiting the different uh, members of your crew to pull off the big heist in the end and uh but one one thing that we really wanted to accomplish with this game was to bring more physical interaction down further down the play field from the back third of the machine for people who don't know what the p3 is it's a modular pinball system with it's a multi-game platform where you can pull out uh, the back third of the machine and you can pop in a completely new play filled with with new shots, new layouts, and new software. And uh, you can play uh, a variety of games on one machine. And right now the platform has four different play filled modules you can buy. You can buy Heist, uh, Cosmic Kart Racing, Cannon Lagoon, and the original Lexi Lightspeed, which is a favorite of mine. But um, when you pull out that Playfield module, you swap in the new one, uh, you've got a completely new gameplay. But a lot of people thought, well, that's all you could do is in that back third of the Playfield. And we wanted to bring more interaction down the Playfield. And the two ways we did it was we included a upper flipper module for a third flipper in the game. That's uh, basically with a P3, you can you can do anything you want over that lower Playfield with the interactive screen you just have to engineer it differently. And so we, we engineered a, new, a third floating flipper over to Playfield, and we created this three-axis crane where we could bring a target down the Playfield and we can move it around left and right, bring it up and down, and it's got a magnet on it where it can hold a ball and suspend a ball over to Playfield. So you can knock a ball off the crane. The crane can move the ball across the Playfield, sort of like Miss Multiball. Um, and we can also drop it all the way down to the Playfield where you can bash the front of the crane. And so it's probably one of the most versatile toys that's ever been in a pinball machine. And uh, I really got to give a shout out to TJ Weaver, our uh, mechanical engineer, because uh, he took this goofy idea I had of like just floating a ball anywhere over the play field and came up with this just amazing piece of engineering. That's the centerpiece of the game. It is something to see, no question about it. But right at the start of when you were talking there, you mentioned something that as a pinball player, and I think competitors, and even just casual collectors, I think we all agree. One of the difficulties in some pinball games is having to look up. When the shots are right there, and you have to look up and take your eyes off the flippers, it makes things difficult. But you said it's all right there. When you add the crane and it brings it down, the third flipper as well, that to me is one of the biggest reasons I love the P3 games, is that it is right there. Everything I need to see is right there. I'm not lifting my head up. I'm not trying to see something on a screen or find it on a screen. It's all right there. My eyes don't ever leave. And I think that is very special. And to that point, Jeff, we have a lot of people who play pinball for the first time or they, you know, they go to an arcade and see the P3 for the first time. And their comments to us are usually, I knew exactly what to do. 
because I saw the instructions pop up right where I was looking. That's huge. It just makes it so much more enjoyable. I mean, that's half the battle. You get to a a lot of new games or even games that have been around a while and you still don't know what to do. (laughs) Yeah. There's only so much you can put on a card, let's say, and maybe there aren't enough video assets to explain what's going on. Not the case with P3. Yeah, so we make it a big effort or a big part of all of our game development cycles to put as much instructional information and as many, you know, blinking arrows. We can actually move the arrows around to draw your attention and then focus them directly into a specific shot. And that, that, that's a big part of the development cycle. It's a good point. You know, obviously, I've played Lexi Lightspeed quite a bit over at Ian's house. And when you say that, I just have to think, I don't think I've ever asked Ian, hey, what do I do? What do I do? It's all right there. I mean, as the competitor, you say, okay, what's the best mode and stuff like that? But they're all fun and it's all right there. And that's pretty impressive. I I like that too. But Heist, I mean, when we talk about the crane and bringing things down on the lower two thirds, the ability to be able to divert the ball with the magnet, with the crane, you've got the third flipper now. It's night and day from what we've been used to with the P3 and with Lexi and with Cosmic Cart and Cannon Lagoon. This makes it different. And again, once COVID-19's kind of calming down a little bit, I hope people get their hands on this. And even right now at home, because there's a lot of fun. And even though we are locked down right now, you can play your friends online, on the internet, no different than playing your PS4, Xbox, or computer games. You can do that right now with Cosmic Cart. Now, I've seen you do this before when you've had the four machines lined up, but now you can do basically the same with your P3 at home. Yeah, that's right. And that's actually something we built into Cosmic Cart Racing from the beginning is that networking capabilities. Uh, We started with what we call LAN or local area network connectivity to allow people in an arcade or at a show to play against the machine next to them. But yeah, we recently extended that to the internet. So you in Canada, we in Texas can play against each other and we can include people from all over the world and literally just race against each other, each playing our own machines. Yeah, I just uh, the other day played in my first uh, WAN party that we had uh, where everybody organized to be online at the same time and it's a pretty amazing amazing uh, setup you you go into the lobby where you can see if anybody else is hosting the game or you can choose to host the game yourself and uh set up you if you're hosting the game you can choose which track you're going to run how many laps you can set all the parameters of it and wait for people to join into your race or you can join into somebody else's race and then once they hit go you can have up to four people racing against each other at the same time and if i play a power up <clears throat> against somebody else's machine uh, it affects their machine in near real time i've watched live streams of it happening with people all over the country all over the world and you see somebody play a power up and almost instantaneously on their machine they'll have the walls and scoops up pop up and block their shots or you'll see the emp uh, shock their cart to where they spin out and they've got to slow down and that method of head-to-head gameplay is some of the most fun I've ever had playing pinball. And I love, love, love internet-connected cosmic car racing. It's really something amazing, and it's really handy right now when we can't go out and see each other in public and play in public like we used to. Yeah, and Jeff, you're a competitive player, and I know a lot, a lot of pinball people get into it for the competitive reasons. And honestly, this is the purest form of competition. You're playing directly against someone. What you're doing is affecting them on their game as they play it at the exact same time. To me, I'm, I'm a super competitive guy and I like playing sports and games because of the competition value. And, and this is just the best way to play games, honestly. Well, there's this thing called the ICR right now with IFPA being kind of shut down. Hey, here's a great ICR match for you with Cosmic Kart Racing too. 
that is just one of the four game kits that you can do. It started with Lexi Lightspeed, Escape from Earth. And then you've got this big canvas, if you will, of here's this two-thirds. Okay, here's this video screen. These floating slings and flippers, which feel like flippers and slings to me, by the way. And I've played a lot of pinball. But you have this blank canvas. And I'm just thinking of you, Stephen. Forget that the crane actually comes down and there's the third flipper. But when you have that blank canvas, you can pretty much do anything you want and put it on there. I would relate it to, it's probably not even the best comparison, but it's in the layman's terms. If you think of rollovers required for something like the Wizard of Oz, you know, to to light your locks or, you know, there are the four rollovers in older games like World Cup Soccer to start the goalie. In a way, a lot of this game that I enjoy, I think of it as rollovers and extremely accurate and You know, a lot of times you might get air balls on some of these rollovers and you're like, oh, I just went over that. It didn't happen. I have yet to come across that with the P3 games. What is it about this screen and these rolling over the screens to hit your targets on that bottom two thirds? Why is it so effective on the P3 games? Well, it's the one thing that I've found about it, and I've said this before, is that without the way that the P3 system is designed, I couldn't have made heist the way we did. We couldn't have made heist the way we did, which is... There's so much about that screen that enables different ideas and different ways of playing. We've got a multi-ball that started entirely by collecting dollars that are floating down the play field. You hit ATM targets and they drop dollars and you got to go and collect those dollars. Once you hit a certain amount, then your your multi-ball is, is set up. We've got a mode where we suspend a cat burglar over the play field where she's breaking into a lab and she's suspended from a ceiling. And we can we move the crane back and forth over that, and you, you see the cat burglar going around and collecting parts as you're making your shots. And then we drop the ball down once you get to the second phase where you can knock the ball off the crane and start your two-ball escape. There's so many things about that screen that enables so many different ideas that you couldn't do with just a a regular painted piece of wood and it allows us to tell stories it allows us to switch context we don't have to be in the same room the same space every single time every single mode is its own world in wheelman you're you're stealing a car and you're running away through the streets of the city and uh in demolition man you're you're planting explosives around the docks and and blowing them up at the end and we can we can change that context and walk you through this story in in different ways and it allows i mean the 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 big benefit though is that it it allows all sorts of new ideas and gameplay and if you look across the four main games that we've got and the all the other mini games that are out there that we've got it's a wide variety of different styles of gameplay that's available to the customers and they appeal to different people in your household i've got kids that absolutely love canon lagoon and they love Barnyard, and they love Heist, and they, they everybody in your house can have a different story, but a different type of game that they, that appeals to them. And that's the beauty of the platform, is that you know it, it, it allows just an enormous amount of gameplay opportunities, and one size doesn't always fit all. You can make a game like Heist that's way different from Lexi Lightspeed, that's way different from Cannon Lagoon, that's way different from CCR, and they have all got their own strengths, but it's all built around this this amazing system that allows us to do anything we want. Jerry, I remember when Highway Pinball talked about, you know, you'd be able to insert a play field, whether it be alien, whether it be full throttle. I thought, oh, that's kind of neat. That seems pretty bulky, pretty big. Yeah. You have this modular that goes in the top third, 
pretty easy. And I've seen, again, Ian and Gamma Goat and what he's done for inserting this and the unboxings and whatnot, pretty easy. So that idea that I think Highway tried to do, it's definitely done and effectively with P3 and extremely easy to insert these. So buying a P3, even if you're just buying one game, it's not hard to get the other games at much less a cost of buying a whole new pinball machine and also the space. Yeah, so a couple points there. One is modularity in pinball, it just suggests that you're manipulating these big, heavy things. So one of our design goals was to make it easy for a single person to swap a playfield. Our goal, honestly, was to have someone like a 10-year-old or a 12-year-old be able to swap a playfield on the machine. And we sort of hit that goal for some games and not others. Heist is a pretty heavy one at, I think, 35 or so pounds. Um, our others are about 20 to 24 pounds. So anybody can really just pop one out, stick one in. It takes about 60 seconds, and then you're off and running on a new game. Associated with that is obviously the price. Um, you're not buying a whole new cabinet, a whole new back box control system, video screen, flippers. You're not buying all these things every time you buy a game. You're just buying that once. So our new game, Heist, what some people are calling the best game of the decade, Heist is uh, $2,750. That's all it costs. Uh, you can go get Cosmic Kart Racing for about 2500 You can get Cannon Lagoon for about 1500 because it's a simpler layout. So what we're talking about is you're buying the full machine once, and then you're just building up a game library. We have many games that are software applications that run on existing games. I love Grand Slam Rally. Let me just point, I'm a baseball guy. So uh, yeah, very, very cool. Yeah, then that was actually developed by a third party. So uh, that's another point. Our system, the P3 system, is a machine that we develop games for, but we also open it up so anybody can develop games for it. And Grand Slam Rally was written by a separate company. You also have Quest for Glory, Ranger in the Ruins. Uh, that's just been announced for Cosmic Kart Racing. Yes, that's a free download developed by another customer of ours. And you have Hooping It Up, a basketball game for the Lexi Lightspeed Playfield. That is free. Yeah, so another customer of ours wanted to get into game development, and he downloaded our game kit and came up with this thing all by himself. He, he actually didn't even ask for that much help. He just uh, had some friends to do the voice call-outs and the music, and he wrote all the code, and it's actually a pretty cool game. Stephen, I think you were saying your kids enjoy something like Barnyard. I mean, that's the nice thing you've got. Such variety, all within one machine, when you add these modulars, it's pretty amazing that, especially now, again, with COVID-19, you know, your, your money, you want to go as far as it can. Times are tough. You know, we have to be responsible, but we also, being inside, you want to have some enjoyment and kind of that staycation, if you will. The P3 gives you multiple options with the modular, with these open platform games. There's something for everyone, and, and again, you talked about Barnyard for the kids, but there's more complex games, and there's the easy ones too, and again, all right there for you to see on the play field. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I, I brought home my P3 from a show, and I, I was bringing home a P3 plus two additional play fields, and I was just laughing with my friends going, when's the last time you heard of anybody bringing home three new unboxed games from a show? And I get to do that right now with this with this system. And they all fit in the back of my Honda Element, right? And so I, I, I brought them home. And the beauty of the platform is that even if you just buy the game with, with one Playfield module, uh, just one game to begin with, every single new game that's released on this system increases the value for all the owners out there. 
because they're always up there. You can go and buy at a later date. Say you bought Heist and you, you're playing it. You can go back and buy a Lexi Playfield whenever you want. You can buy a CCR Playfield in a couple months when you save up and you want to you get on the head-to-head internet gameplay. And all these new additions that have come out, uh, in the last three months, uh, we've released Heist, which is uh, you know a really packed World Under Glass Playfield game. That uh, you know has this incredible three-axis crane toy and everything else, and it's it's a it's an incredible story that we're all extremely proud of. And then Jerry also released CCR 2.0, which is a full-featured game for the CCL module that rewrite reimagines the entire game as a single-ball stackable, fast, uh, flowy game that you can play through and, and collect money and build your cart so you can go and enter races and things like that. And it's, a, it's an absolute blast to play. And they released uh, head-to-head internet gameplay for the CCR. All of that happened in the span of about two to three months. And every single P3 owner gets to benefit from that. Whether or not you buy the games or not, whether or not you own CCR, you can go and buy it in the future for way less than a full-fledged game and get those benefits that are always out there available for you. And me, from an owner's standpoint, from having this game, it's just been amazing knowing that watching these developments happen over the, the years that Jerry's been working on it, and every and it just the platform just keeps getting better. And it's my favorite game in my entire collection. And uh, I really love owning into this platform. And by the way, that... CCR 2.0, the internet gameplay, and our last announcement, the uh, inclusion of USB and Bluetooth headset support, all three of those were completely free updates, so everyone who owned the machine got them for free. USB and Bluetooth headset support, uh, lots of games, audio jacks, they've been around for a while, but this is a little different, right? Explain the difference between this and other games that have tried to incorporate this. So yeah, USB headset support for the P3 means you can take any standard... USB headphone, and now you can plug it into the system. So that means if you're in a crowded uh, arcade or you want to keep things quiet at your house, you just plug in your headset and you can feel and hear that fully immersive audio systems directly through your headphones. Bluetooth support is the same thing. So Bluetooth is an additional little USB device you can plug into your P3, and at that point, you can connect wirelessly to your Bluetooth headphones and, again, experience the fully immersive audio of all these games straight into your headphones. What I like seeing is things like co-op and team modes and now the career mode too with Cosmic Kart Racing and the 2.0 version. Yeah, we have this we have this system built into all our games. It's called our profile system. So anyone when they walk up to the P3, if assuming the operator allows it, they can put in their name and essentially log into the system using their profile name. That allows the game to recognize who's playing against whom. And so you can do things like change the settings per player. If you're really good, you can set things to a very difficult level. And if some, if there's a beginner playing with you, the beginner can play with easier settings. But another thing it allows us to do is um, everyone who plays the game under the same profile name, like the, the profile name Kid. So if you have three kids, you can all walk up, log in under Kid, and you can all three play cooperatively against someone else, say someone named Dad. And no matter what configuration, you can play two versus two or three versus one, or you can all play the same profile name and play cooperatively in a four-player game. But um, this profile system allows us to do all those things. Do you know what that does? Is that really excites the beginner to knowing that, okay, I can advance in this with a little help, with a career mode, whatever the case may be. It just makes you be able to see more of the game and 
a lot of traditional games have their wizard modes and whatnot, and you can play them until your heart's content and never even come close to seeing a full game's potential. With co-op, with career, now you can. And with the ability to save and restore your game state, you can do that. Because Lexi supports that, Heist is about to, and Cosmic Kart Racing will as well. So you can you can actually play through a game, save your state, and then walk up to it again the next time, log in under your profile again, ask it to restore the previously saved state, and continue on from that point. As we said at the top of the interview, it was a highlight for me at the Bat City Open at Buffalo Billiards in Austin, Texas, to be able to play that in competition and enjoy it and select it. Do you see games like Heist and future things for P3 being more accepted and hopefully more available in the competition pinball arena? We certainly hope so. I mean, we designed Heist to be a traditional style of pinball game, just like Lexi. And I think that appeals to the traditional pinball fan and therefore, by extension, the the competitive player and the tournament directors. Cosmic Kart Racing was this unique thing that allowed you to race against each other, but with the release of the career mode, the 2.0 code, it turns that into a traditional style game as well. So all three of these are good candidates for tournament play now, and certainly will continue coming up with traditional style pinball games. But we also are creating this, this separate way of playing competitively against each other, and we've talked about the internet capabilities, but a game like CCR uh, Cosmic Kart Racing connected locally, you can have two players at a tournament walk up to the machines and literally play against each other and, and have, a, have a knockout tournament, right? Whoever wins moves on, whoever loses, um, they're out. And you can do that with Cosmic Kart Racing. You can do that with our upcoming release of Heads Up, which you might have seen at a trade show or two. And we have plans for a lot more games that do that as well. So traditional style games, absolutely yes. But we also will continue to explore these other types of games as well. Jerry, I've been playing pinball competitively for quite some time. Been fortunate enough to be basically in the top 50 in the world. And I play all over and I enjoy competition pinball. I see it working for Lexi Lightspeed. I definitely see it for Heist, Stephen. I know Ian, who I mentioned before, top 100 guy as well. He also enjoys this. I'm hoping we see more people gravitate to P3 and bring these in competitions. But you obviously get feedback from people and I'm sure you're scouring the internet, whether it's the forums or whatever. What has been the biggest resistance to P3 and maybe the misconceptions that are out there? Yeah, thanks for bringing that up. There there are probably two, I would say. Two things that seem to keep people from, from accepting the P3 as a, a, honestly, as a competitive game to the other options that are in the market. And one of them is the fact that we have this huge video screen in the play field. So a lot of people walk up to it and say, oh, a video screen. That means it's a video game. And we've been trying to fight that battle since the day we released it. It is absolutely nothing related to a video game. It's got physical balls, physical flippers, physical bumpers, these physical play fields, the, the amazing crane toy that Steven created, Steven and TJ created. Uh, Lexi has an eight ball physical ball lock and stand up targets galore and pop bumpers, all that stuff. The P3 games are very much physical pinball games. The, the other bit of resistance is the price tag. So when we came out, we announced the P3 at about a $10,000 price point. At the time, that was pretty high relative to everything else that was out there. And over the last few years, other companies have, have increased their prices. So limited editions and collector editions are similar, if not even higher than the $10,000 price point. But our whole deal is the paradigm of owning a P3 is different from every other machine. You pay that big chunk of money once. If you're going to go out and buy a seven or eight or nine or $10,000 machine from anyone, you pay that once, you have a big cabinet, you have a game. If you do that with the P3, 
you still have that that game, whether it's Lexi or Heist or whatever. But then as we talked, you can add all this unique and interesting content, and you can even fill up your your library with other physical pinball games for a fraction of the price. So we hope with games like Heist and Cosmic Heart Racing 2.0 that people will finally start seeing that you can get these really enriched pinball playing experiences, and you can do it at a fraction of the price of traditional games. I don't expect you to say this, but I'm just going to go out there and predict that if you own a P3 pinball machine, there's a good chance you're buying it because you know you can add those modulars. And I don't know what the numbers are, but I bet it's 90, if not higher percent. The people that own one probably own Heist. They probably own Lexi. They're going to own more than just the one game it came with. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. So people that, that invest in the machine, they've invested in the future of the technology. They're getting all these free updates. They're getting, you know, all the stuff we've built into the platform. And yeah, once you can add games to it for, for $2,500, think of a new inbox machine from any manufacturer. Think of it for $2,500 and, and things will be flying off the shelves for everybody else. You know, as we talk about buying the system and basically adding the modulars, and then you've got a whole new game at certainly a much lesser cost than buying a new inbox game. Another unique thing for those who haven't played P3 are the flipper buttons. And for anybody who's listened to Pinball Profile over the last almost five years now, I love that you have the buttons at the side of the cabinet, not, oh, I don't know, in the middle of a lock bar. So everything you need to do is right there at your hands. We talk about not having to look up. Everything's there on the playfield. You don't have to leave your hands. Everything's right there at the side. And that's something that's unique to P3 with the three flipper buttons. What are you using those three flipper buttons for? So we like to give people the ability to control various aspects of games. And because it's modular, because we can change up the games, who knows what kind of control we'll need in future games. So we started with three buttons on each side. In Lexi Lightspeed, you can obviously use the red ones for the flipper buttons. The other buttons control which mode is selected. Uh, you can optionally have the lane change feature where you move the lit light around the inlays and outlanes. That can be on another button. And when, since you're talking about modularity, the entire button boxes actually are modular. So if somebody comes up with a new game and say they want, uh, I don't know, gun handles on the side of the machine, or they want to integrate a joystick or a directional pad or something unique, they can do that by swapping the button boxes as well. Steven, when you have these options and when you're creating Heist, what you've done with the playfield now bringing things down to the lower two-thirds, your customers are talking about a lot of the magical moments that they're seeing in a game like Heist. Maybe you can relay this to the Pinball Profile audience who have yet to play Heist and what they'll see. Yeah, so one thing that the platform allows is that it, it's built with future games in mind. When you're starting to build a P3 game, one thing that every P3 game has is we've got a series of eight vertical up kickers in the back of the machine. So you can use those in any way, shape, or form that you want. So in Heist, basically, we built the play field to where every shot, we can you can let the balls flow through. It could be a really fast, flowy play field. But we can also stop the ball and disappear it, grab it off the play field from any shot in the game. And because we've got access built into the system of all those uh, launch positions, we can capture the ball off the left ramp. We can send it completely in a different direction down the, the right in lane. We can grab a ball from one side of the play field and kick it out on another. And that's one one piece of feedback I've been seeing a lot from the customers who have bought it is that they they love all these magical pinball moments that you uh, you are just seeing unexpected things happen with the ball all over the place. And, you know, we definitely took advantage of it in ice, but that's something that's built into the system. So in any game can do these kind of things with the ball because of the system that Jerry designed. 
And so it's actually, it's just one of those great things about this system that I think uh, just adds value to every new game that comes out. Jerry, when people see games for the first time and they're watching videos of Heist, it's all fine and good. It's all exciting. But then there's the question of, okay, am I going to get this game? What's the manufacturing like? And you're here to say that that's not a concern. That's not a concern. We, we're pretty quick at developing things or at, sorry, at manufacturing things to order. So if you were to order Lexi Lightspeed, Cosmic Kart Racing, Ken and Lagoon, we have those in stock. We'll ship them immediately. If you want a heist, we have guys in the factory building them right now. I think uh, we got a bunch of orders during the, during the shutdowns, but we're at about a four to six week lead time. So get your order in now and, and we'll have them out really quick. I would strongly suggest that because, again, Heist looks fantastic. I've already enjoyed what I've seen from P3 and Multimorphic. I think you're doing a great job. I think it's very innovative, and people throw that word around a lot. No, no, no. This time it sticks when you talk about what you've done with Multimorphic and P3. And, Stephen, you've created a great game. I can hardly wait to get my hands on it. You should be very proud. Congratulations. Yeah, the team did an excellent job on this game, and I'm real proud of what we've done. It is real pinball for those who haven't played it. It has every aspect you need, and I like the variety of pinball, and this offers that variety too. So check out Heist and uh, maybe consider adding it to your collection as well. Jerry, Stephen, thank you very much for coming and talking today. Thank you, Jeff. Always appreciate your time. Thank you, Jeff. This has been your Pinball Profile. You can find everything on pinballprofile.com, past episodes, and more, all your subscriptions. Also check us out on Facebook. We're on Instagram and Twitter at Pinball Profile, and you can email us, pinballprofile at gmail.com. Check out Heist from Multimorphic. I'm Jeff Teolas. Teolas.